Welcome to the Quartering Podcast for Thursday, the 24th of November. First up, Elon Musk reveals the motherload of censorship at Twitter will release Hunter Biden laptop messages. It is a bizarre uh, day so far. Uh, we've got lots and lots of news. Uh, Elon, potentially at any moment today, may just release all banned accounts. Like at any moment today, it could happen. A Thanksgiving Day miracle. But until that happens, he has, he is set to essentially release the mother load. Remember how Twitter locked out the New York Post when they were ready to report on uh, the president's son's laptop and its validity? Well, there were a lot of conversations internally that happened at Twitter, both on Slack and other areas, about suppressing that news report that we obviously knew at the time was real. And even CNBC uh, took 700 days or 400 days or whatever it was to actually admit that it was real. Well, it looks like he's going to release the internal conversations. This is absolutely insane. Now, if you remember the story of the uh, president's son's computer, you remember that it was hotly contested because the story released, I don't know, right before the election. And mainstream, not only mainstream media, but Silicon Valley colluded to, to bury that story. A story that was independently verified that nobody actually thought was fake even for a second and has continued to fester now for the last two years. Now, look, his son is not the president, but the information that is contained on that laptop does make many people concerned about uh, whether or not he's compromised. There's the famous, everyone knows the 10% for the big guy, all this kind of stuff, right? Uh, look where, I mean, just what a coincidence where his son worked in a job that he definitely was not qualified for. Now suddenly we are sending them tens of billions of dollars to fight a war. I'm sure those things are not related. I, I mean, it's insanity, okay? Now, ALX, I, I'm not actually sure who this person is. Everyone else seems to know who they are. Um, they were banned from Twitter at some point. Elon brought them back and they tweeted, Raise your hand if you think Elon Musk should make public all internal discussions about the decision to censor the New York Post story on the president's son's computer that uh, before the 2020 election in the interest of transparency. That tweet gets 110,000 likes. Elon replies and says, this is necessary to restore public interest. Not, hey, I'm going to do it or yeah, that would be a good idea saying this is necessary. I think that what this does, a lot of people are going to continue to call this stuff like right wing, blah, blah. Yeah, it is good for conservatives because it will show big tech collusion. It will show, it will validate what most of us felt like we knew, but were gaslit into believing was an insane conspiracy theory. We knew that based on the videos and the emails and everything else that was on that computer, that it was real. There was like no real question of whether or not it was real, except for from left-leaning mainstream media. And when you bring that into the fact of, when you bring Twitter and their suspension of the New York Post, that is 
I mean, that could have saved him the election. We don't, we'll never know. But we'll definitely know that that was Twitter putting their thumbs on the scale. So the fact that they are going to perhaps release this information of the internal conversations about censoring that, that you know that, for example, Jack Dorsey was probably in those threads. Or, I don't know if he was still at the company then. We know Vijaya Gotti was in that conversation, almost certainly. We know that a lot of big figureheads at Twitter were in that conversation, absolutely. Then we see Elon also saying, here we have uh, Shibatoshi Nakamoto saying, well, whatever it decides to do, this is, about, this is on the suspended accounts thread. So whatever it decides to do, Twitter should be clear and consistent about its rules and penalties for breaking them. Enforcement should be unbiased and the mechanisms of enforcement shouldn't be easily abused by people who have an agenda. I mean, we all agree on this, right? We all know about this. We know that uh, this is the case. But we know that that's not how Twitter worked. This is what the number one draw to alternatives to Twitter was for anybody who is interested in anything but an echo chamber. It's not kind of... It's not like I don't want lunatic leftists on Twitter. It's great. It makes it more fun. If it was all right-wing lunatics, it's not fun. If it's all right-wingers or conservatives, it's not fun. Arguing is fun. Dunking on people is fun. That's what Twitter does. So Elon replies, The more I learn, the worse it gets. The world should know the truth about what's been happening at Twitter. Transparency will earn the trust of the people. Then Patrick Stanley writes, I heard from a primary source that political groups would regularly contact Twitter to de-boost their candidates' detractors, and Twitter would happily do that. That seems to put the finger on the scale of democracy. Elon replies, It is objectively the case that conservative political candidates were more negatively affected than progressive ones. Anyone using Twitter knows this, Question is simply one of magnitude. I mean, what's insane is that like this should these people should be going to jail. I mean, if if what he's saying is true, this is Twitter acting like a publisher, not a platform. This is Twitter literally interfering in elections. This is what Elon paid for, by the way. This is why Elon bought this. Elon then writes, It's been really bad, in reply to Eric Weinstein, saying, Can we get audits of how much of these manipulators controlled such distorted the world's online conversation by throttling bots, shadow banning, etc., and general dirty tricks for the years? The question isn't going away. The graph below is an indirect throttling indication. I talked about this yesterday. I think maybe just on Twitter, but like, I don't know if it was that I mentioned in the video to go follow me. Usually when I say, hey, go follow me on Twitter or hey, go follow my locals at thequartering.locals.com, a very small percentage of people do that. But over the last, I don't know, 72 hours, I don't know if it's continued into today, but over the past 72 hours, I can confirm that my shadow ban has been lifted off of Twitter. I know this because I used to test it all the time. 
Uh, my search su suggestion ban still seems weirdly in place, but like this is this is and this is like my analytics. You'll see that the account maybe averaged. I mean, by the way, this is all like post Elon era, right? 100, 200, whatever, whatever. Then look what happens. Thursday, 878. Wednesday, 1200. Thursday, it's noon and I already have 1300. 217,692. Uh, and this probably will go up. There you go. So like there's something going on. There's been something unleashed. Unless people are going to say these are all bots or something like that. But you'd have to prove that. And then he writes, in continuation, Eric Weinstein, it has been really bad. Far left San Francisco Berkeley views have propagated to the world via Twitter. I am sure this comes as no surprise to anyone watching closely, like all of my viewers. Like we know this, right? Twitter is moving rapidly to establish an even playing field. No more thumbs on the scale. I mean, that's the thing. Even Sargon writes, Elon completely gets it. This is exactly the problem. The rampant projection of Californian moral views, which are simply anathema to the rest of the world's moral views. The radical left's perspective is bizarre and warped and runs counter to most human experience. That's why you people feel like, you know, it's like, oh, the, you know, Elon's paying attention to people who are viewed as conservative or free speech advocates and it's it's not fair it's you know you get this article right elon musk is reinstating banned twitter accounts here's who's back parentheses they're almost exclusively right-wing figures it's like did you think that was going to be an own my child did you think this was an own we knew this we knew we knew and the common misconception is that, oh, they were banned for talking about the coup, for their ban for this. Most of these people who were banned uh, were banned for bizarrely, like, non-issues. Isn't it funny now that Donald Trump's account is back? Everyone can see that he wasn't using Twitter to tell people to go do bad things. All of his old tweets are there for you to see. You know, the Babylon Bee, we know why they were reinstated because... They, they stated a biological fact. Jordan Peterson's reinstated because he was banned for, for, for uh, stating a biological fact. Kathy Griffin's back. Who cares? Andrew Tate. I don't know why he was banned. Um, probably Me Too era. I mean, all these various other right-wing people. Well, why were this isn't the own you think it is, Mashable. What you're saying is, Oh man, Twitter's been doing our bidding for a year. And, you, and by the way, there are hundreds more. And I'm not even talking, by the way, shout out to all the little guys and gals out there who have been suspended and want their accounts back. Okay. But if you just take accounts with 100 to 200, 100,000 plus followers, there are probably a thousand right wing ones that were banned. Well, let's say a hundred. Let's say a hundred more that haven't been unbanned. You're talking about millions of daily interactions that Twitter's been self-robbing itself of for political reasons. This is going to be a wild, wild run. And next up today, Ethan Klein unhinged and likely banned again for threats on the H3 podcast. Fans sick of it. Ethan, no! Oh my gosh, not again. Oh, Ethan, why?
Why are you so obsessed with getting yourself in trouble? It seems self-inflicted. I mean, it seems like on purpose at this point. It's no longer a coincidence. It's a habit. And I do want to say, I want to lead off first and foremost. I believe it was a joke. I believe that he shouldn't be banned for jokes. But I also don't care if he does get banned because he never gives anyone else the benefit of the doubt. If YouTube decides that, hey, maybe talking about doing this kind of stuff is not a good idea and they give him another strike, I'm not going to shed any tears over it because this is a guy that is literally pro-cancel culture. A guy that in just two short years went from being anti-cancel culture to being leading, to leading the charge against several prominent content creators over the years. And this latest clip has his even his subreddit turning against him. And many of you, I don't know if you saw my earlier video today about uh, sponsor, uh, you know, about cutting ties with the sponsor. But if you haven't, check that out. And uh, if you have, promo code the quartering at Coffee Brand Coffee would be a good way to. Ethan really wants you to. Ethan Klein really wants you to get some coffee to your cocoa or to use our wonderful custom gift box builder. By the way, shout out Ethan. I'm still happy to sponsor the H3 podcast. I think it'd be a good fit. Um, so you see the subreddit, Dan hearing Ethan say the B word again, uh, his face, like, um, you know, times like these, I wish there was a delay, but I also don't know if it's foolproof. Um, you know, Ethan oopsied again on stream. So they had to private the video quickly so that they could snip out a, the bannable offense. Hopefully it will work. I doubt it'll work. To be honest, the usual suspects will keep it alive and in people's faces until YouTube steps in. Look, I think it was a joke. I'm like legitimately not offended by it, but by the letter of the law on YouTube, that is a strikeable offense and people will no doubt be flagging the video because Ethan put himself in this position by being like a pro cancel culture guy um, because that's what he wants to do. I guess maybe that's what happened when he moved from New York to California. I mean, this is not the first time, but like, Let's look at the, I got, I, I got like, I have to cut some of the stuff out because, you know, I'm worried about violating toss, but you know, we have to do whatever we can to protect the kids. And if that means shutting down the entire Catholic church, and I'm going to skip that. <laughs> look at his face. <laughs> I know. I'm sure this guy hates me, but Hey, shut up. We match Dan. You can always come work for me, man. And you could even do it remotely. He seems to understand the actual rules of YouTube. That's <laughs> not good. Right there, he's like, dang it, I did it again. Now, the, I'm going to tell you the real reason that they don't go pre-recorded, okay? The, the one fix to this is you can make all the edgy jokes you want, but they, ha they have to be pre-recorded. Like, I've talked about having, like, Alex on my show, for example, Alex Jones. And people want to have him on because they want it to be live. But ask yourself why they want it live. They want super chats. They want memberships. They want money. They won't make anywhere near as much money if it's not live. They can't push their members only section. They can't. So that's why it's live. He knows that. If he were just to not do this live, that joke could have got cut and it wouldn't have been a big deal. Parody, parody, parody. Covering their face. This person. They all know. 
Everybody, why does everybody in the room know YouTube Terms of Service better than Ethan Klein, a guy that's been on the platform since the beginning, a guy that has had the CEO of YouTube on his show? Of course, bro. I don't what's know. What's wrong with Yeah, he's with you. I don't own. He's not even. I don't think. Like, I don't know. Maybe this is just who this Dan guy is. I don't actually think he's joking. I think he's like, dude. An army. <laughs> Thanks. Ethan. I don't. I don't have a. Was that my voice? Thanks, I don't. I don't have yeah, a thanks. military at my disposal. Hey, I don't know. I mean, I don't even understand like why. Why would that even be an it? Like, are you nuts? Like, are you literally insane? What sounds these are? Let me just play. What did this do? One. Wait. Not. No. I mean, like, what that. I mean, like, he, he, know, like, I know that Ethan is joking. Okay. I, again, it, this is different than like the, oh, we should do the thing to the NRA thing, like, or the stupid, like, like, even the, like, the Shapiro thing. Uh, less, like, it's more of a thing where I'm like, oh, yeah, he's definitely getting a strike for that. This, if he got a strike for this, like, I would, I would defend that. There's no call to action here, but it is funny to see just how far, um, like he just can't. It's like, it's literally been a week since the last one. With an army, not like a. And then he says like, not like a Terry. Uh, no, no. It's the it's whole city, the whole city. This kind of works. Like they're just like, they know, they know they're catching another ban. I didn't That's mean like an act of, come on, it's a joke. He's like, come on, guys. I'm just joking about erasing an entire city from the planet. Again, I believe that many will take this in, in extremely bad faith. Uh, and he will deserve that. Because he has never taken anyone else at like in good faith. or I mean, no, no I shouldn't even say that. He used to. God, remember... Oh, remember the Hey Wildcats video he did and remember Vape Nation and remember um like when he when he really stood up against fair use uh with FUPA. He stood up for fair use at his own personal expense. Like even though he did raise a bunch of money, I hundred percent believe him that it took a lot of his own money to defend that. God, that seems like a lifetime ago. Like this is gonna I mean he, he, Ethan's trending. He has been trending all day. I guess I don't know if he still is, but um, like, why do you think that is? Oh, looks like it went away. He was trending at the time. And it's because like people, oh, here he is right here. Yeah, he is trending. And it's like, people are like, dude, I feel for this man. Imagine producing for Ethan. He Fs up twice in a month. Like, I, I, I'm guessing that like, He's probably, I mean, here, look at here, here, team YouTube, this creator, Ethan Klein violator TRS by ordering this. I mean, I mean, team YouTube is probably going to have to act and they're probably going to have to get the guy's strike. And they're probably going to have to say like, dude, what are we supposed to do? I miss the old Ethan, the funny Ethan, the, the not full of hate, Ethan. The, the guy who could poke fun of him at himself, um, Ethan. The guy who wasn't so driven by politics.
God, remember when you didn't know how the guy voted? Wasn't that great? Even on my channel, like people generally kind of know where I talk about politics, but I don't talk about hard politics on this channel because I want all types of viewers. And because in real life, I don't care how people vote. You get a vote, you do with it what you want, and I appreciate you for the things that you do the other 364 days a year, far more than how the one minute you spend in the polling booth. You help me, you know, get a car unstuck on the side of the road. We're, we're boys, we're friends for life. You know, you, you help you drive someone home because they had too much to drink. Do you think I care how, how you voted? That's like regular people. But uh, we'll have to see. You'll have to keep right here. We'll have to see if they catch a strike. Now, they did remove it from the actual clip. It did happen live. And according to YouTube rules, deleting a clip does not, does not preclude you from getting a strike. And last up today, Elon Musk just announced he's unbanning everyone next week. Here we go. He also fired more. Elon Musk just confirmed it. Uh, I, I had a feeling, I had a suspicion, I had an inkling that uh, his poll about uh, bringing people back to Twitter um, uh, uh, was going to be binding because it was in terms of Donald Trump. And now on top of the news of firing dozens of people last night, it's happening. Everybody's coming back. Um, now, I asked him directly, as you know, I am the Elon speaker, about Alex, but he hasn't replied yet. I'm actually checking. I, don't, I mean, it's not like I expect him to, but um, I do think he has spoke on Alex specifically and has tied some emotional reasoning to it. So he has not addressed that. Um, so before we get to the announcement about the, un, the unbannings, Elon Musk fired dozens more Twitter staff last night before Thanksgiving day af days after he said he was done with layoffs. Elon Musk fired several dozen Twitter employees overnight on Wednesday, most of whom were engineers, two people familiar with the company's actions told Insider. The firings came as a surprise inside Twitter, but people said Musk said in an all-hands meeting earlier this week that there would be no more layoffs at the company. Here's the thing. These people were not laid off. They were terminated for being, for underperforming, for not meeting technical requirements, meaning they weren't doing their job. Um, they were probably, he's probably still trimming fat. So they weren't laid off. They were fired. The termination process was similar to that experience from previous laid off employees. The two people said access to work tools and computers were cut off and notice of termination was set to the affected employees' personal email accounts. Thousands of Twitter's employees have already been laid off, resigned, or fired by Musk, leaving critical workers stretched thin. Well, he's also hiring. Twitter recruiters have reportedly tapped external engineers to work for the company under Musk, and Musk has even hired a hoaxer who fooled the press into thinking he'd just been laid off from Twitter. These developments have led to staff to believe that Musk has kicked his habit of sudden firings. One of the people said a representative for Musk could not be Found. Well, you saw this news. 50 employees were let go of Twitter for failing to meet performance benchmarks at Twitter last night. So, again, it's like, you know, they got fired because they didn't, they didn't meet whatever requirements were set. Now, I, I don't know um, what those bars were. Maybe they were exceedingly high or maybe these 50 people were just sloughing off. Um, I don't know. 
A few others also got performance warnings, but were not fired. I'm guessing he still wants to be demanding. The thing is, Elon has a lot of fans. He's even got, um, what was I going to say? I wish I remembered his name. Um, he's like a, he, he was working on Twitter search, like for the fun of it. And it was, I mean, he's just like, oh yeah, I fixed Twitter search. Here's how I asked for some help, like crowdsourcing, fixing it. And like, that's what, that's what I think Twitter should be. It should be a really nimble team of experts, not a bunch of salary takers, you know? And, and it, it's essentially turning out to be that way now. I can't find it. I wanted to give the guy credit. Um, hold on. Let me pause. George Hotz. That's who it is. Um, I even follow him too. Cause like this dude's like, it's crazy. He was like, Hey, anybody have any idea for like uh code on Twitter search when I do the name thing? And someone's like, boom, here you go. Fixed. But you know, so like it's, it's awesome to see this happening in real time. And then Elon's poll. Hey, <laughs> Should Twitter offer general amnesty to suspended accounts provided they have not broken the law or engaged in egregious spam? This is a poll that 3.16 million people voted in with an overwhelming amount of positive replies, 72.4% to 27.6. And when you look at it, hilariously, a lot of people out there now are probably like, what am I going to do with the 56 accounts that I created to keep, <laughs> keep coming? People's inboxes are going to get full of all their old dead accounts. Actually, my old Midwestly uh, and my old Unsleeved Media both got suspended. Maybe I'll get those back. Uh, and then Elon just replied, like, like literally just now, the people have spoken. Amnesty begins next week. Vox Populi, Vox Die, Die, I don't know how to say, but like I said, obligatory, does this mean Alex Jones? He did not break any laws and did not engage in spam. Um, I, I agree. Like, I, I think that he's probably still a bridge too far. Um, I agree with that. And I think Elon gets annoyed when people ask him about it because he's already answered, uh, answered that question many times. Um, but like, you know, not right now. Let's be happy with the 56 to seven win for now. Um, sure. You know, I, I think that's probably fair to say. I mean, um, it, it's, it's, it's been wild. It's been wild. Uh, and on top of that, he's even managed to, f to bring down quote unquote hate speech. Now I assume based on some of his replies, uh, that he's using Twitter's existing definition of hate speech. Every time he says stuff like this, a lot of people, including myself, is like, please don't say hate speech. Because it's just really just a, it's a pseudonym? No, that's not the right word. Synonym for words we don't like. There's no such thing as hate speech. People can have hate, but speech are words are words, right? But he does say hate speech impressions down one third from pre-spike levels, pre-spike. So you saw the spike on October 20th up here to 10 million, right? Hate speech impressions. And now he had it below 2 million and then it, it's, it peaked a little bit, but it's down. So it's down from 10 million impressions where it spiked, but more importantly, it's actually lower than where it was post-spike. So when there was like that coordinated you know, people putting that way, you know, you see here, Elon saying 
I have half a mind to wave my finger at the 1500, wave my finger at the 1500 accounts that caused the spike, but I shall forbear. Reducing the max allowed tweets per day to a number below what is a speed typist on meth could do was helpful. So essentially they basically said they figured out if there were bots like uh, having um, the bot accounts spamming like, you know, the N word or whatever the case is, it's pretty easy to fix when he did that. Um, and the skin doctor wrote, that's because you are making leftists leave Twitter with your policies and mocking the less leftists on Twitter. means less of them available for fascists to be mean to. That's why the hate speech is down sources, sources <laughs> like Elon, of course, laughs at that. Then John Willow says, I'm, I'm assuming the hate speech metric is a measurement of how often slurs or certain bigoted phrases are used. Elon replies, yes, these are, um, bad words. I read through the list last week, and I have to say, I learned a few things. Um, and then Chief Disruptor writes, seems all the haters have left Twitter. Elon writes, fun level on Twitter has definitely increased. I'm having a great time. Um, I 100%. I wrote, that's likely because of all the leftists that left. Look, I, I don't know. It's, you start to wonder, like, where did, you know, like, who, who is saying all these things? You know, I know the people that have voluntarily left to go to um, Mastodon or um, Hive. And by the way, again, I think it's stupid. Like, I, I see a lot of my peers with Mastodon, Hive. Hey, it's just as important right now that we have alternatives as ever. And I didn't even know of Hive. So I created a Hive account. It's just at quartering because somebody took the quartering, of course. Um, but like... I tried out Mastodon. I didn't really care for it, but I, I think that if people like it, that they should use it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think dunking on um, alternatives is a good idea. I think just because hashtag your guy is in charge right now, you know, Elon, trust me, Elon is going to do some things that are deeply unpopular with the pro free speech crowd. He just will, uh, including his emotional attachment to keeping Alex banned, for example. But for now, like I said, I'm fine with a blowout victory. I mean, gosh, Carpe Domptum, Nero, Baring will be back. Baring's wife will be back. Um, so many accounts. My Unsleeved Media account will come back. My Midwesty account will come back. What a great time to be alive. I think Kanye West is running for president, and he's got, I mean, like, what an amazing time. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, please, if I haven't, if I haven't yet, Please consider allow, allowing me to earn your subscription. There's a button down below the video, and we'll talk to you again real soon.